Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Thursday, February 9th, and today happens to be the birthday of Brother Jacob Rickard. We want to wish Brother Jake a happy birthday today. Well, I've got a couple of good songs queued up before the message today. We're continuing the message we began on yesterday, and we'll complete this message on tomorrow. So stay tuned and enjoy these songs and then the message from the Word of God. I hope you've got your Bible, and we'll turn with us to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter number 25. I'm doing quite a bit of reading in our message these days. It's a three-day sermon And we're looking in Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. Again, Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. And as we look at these verses talking about the Lord and his servants and the fact that he left them for a while and then he came back and reckoned with them. And so uh, that's what we're looking at. This talking about investing with the Lord's capital investing with the Lord's capital. And I'm making much about the fact that these are the Lord's goods that he's left us with, and we are responsible for them. Now, on yesterday's broadcast, we began looking at the first point. We really just gave an introduction for most of the message and then just touched on this first point, and that is the Bible. God has given us a Bible, and are we investing in that Bible? Well, we're going to Pick back up with that again today on the broadcast and make it to the second point. That is that God has given us these children. Are we investing in these children? That's what we're going to deal with on today's program. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. On this thought, investing with the Lord's capital. Investing with the Lord's capital because it belongs to Him. What He gave us to invest with is His to start with. Amen. I want you to notice that in verse number 14. All right, we'll start with verse 14. We'll read it responsibly as we have been doing some. I'll read verse 14. You'll come in on 15 and then back and forth like that down through verse number 30. The Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them, and I underline this, his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Amen. 
By the way, I noticed that. You've been faithful over a few. I'll make you ruler over many. It looks like he is faithful over everything God gave him. And God said it's still a few. He had five talents. He had the most anybody else had. God wasn't in competition. That's the point I want you to see of that. It's not competition who did more than the other. He said, you've done good with what you had. You've made a few progresses. You've, you've made a few successful things. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many. And, and by the way, our repay for what we invest is astronomical. Amen. It much more abounds. Amen. At how that God blesses in that. All right. Where'd we get down to? Verse 22. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. We'll stop there in verse number 30. Investing with the Lord's capital. I mentioned that there in verse number 14. I underlined that phrase and delivered unto them his goods. Now, I'd like to take these points and think of few minutes about how are we investing for God and for His glory. I've got four things I want to talk about tonight that God has given us, and I wonder how we're investing those things. Four things. I could have thought up a a number, just a topical thought tonight. My first thought was uh, something God has given us. God gave us a Bible. Are we investing in that Bible? Get in the Bible and get the Bible in you. Amen. Now, let me say this. I'm not talking about a competition to see who can know the most, see who can impress others with our knowledge. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about studying the Bible. I'm talking about investing for Jesus. Amen. I'm talking about doing something for the honor of God. Investing in the capital that He has given us. He gave us the Bible. You'd be surprised you go to some foreign countries and they may not have a full Bible. Some of them may just have a page or two or a book, but they cherish that book. But there's a man preached today in the meeting from eastern North Carolina. Matter of fact, he goes to Brother Gray's meeting. He's preached there the last two years. I think it came once when I was there at Vision. And uh, he, he's an older man. He's up uh, in his 80s. And Brother Kemp talked about that when he went to school, listen, he said he never, 
He never went to Sunday school until he got in school. His family didn't go to school. His daddy and mom divorced when he was young, too young to even remember it, to know about it. His mom and daddy divorced, left him with his grandparents. He was raised by his grandparents. And he went on to talk about how his, his grandpa and grandma made bootleg liquor and that his grandpa got drunk and would beat his, his grandma and his grandma would get drunk so she could stay with him. That's what he said. Just a house of drunks. And he said when he was 14 years old, he sashed his grandpa and his punishment was his grandpa shot him with a 12-gauge shotgun. Left him laying in the bushes for dead. Well, he said, I never, I never cussed him again. <laughs> Don't guess so. But he survived and got saved later on in life. Up in, I believe he said he was 17 when he got saved. But here's, here's the point I was going with that. He said when he was in elementary school, in elementary school, he said they read the King James Bible. In elementary school, they memorized verses. He said he remembered, he said when they got there started, he said in the first year, he went first grade. In the first grade, he said the teacher said, all right, we're going to quote the verse that everybody loves, the world famous loved verse we're going to quote. And he said they started, for God so loved the world. And he said, I didn't know that verse. And he said, I thought to myself, why don't I know the verse that the whole world loves? Why I don't know that? And he said, I made up my mind, I'm going to know it. Now he said he didn't know nothing about Jesus, didn't have a spiritual desire. He just wanted the knowledge. And so he said he memorized that verse. And he memorized other verses. He said when he memorized 25 verses, they gave him a, a little pamphlet that had several other verses in it. He memorized that and they gave him a, a gospel of John. He said that he, when he memorized 50, they gave him something else. Memorized 100 more, they gave him something else. I believe he said when he got to 250 verses, they gave him a New Testament. When he got up over about 500 verses, they gave him a Bible. He said he memorized all that, not knowing one thing about Jesus Christ, not knowing one thing about salvation. Just And by the way, that was in public school. Wasn't in church. That was in public school. Years and years and years ago. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. But what a shame if we have a Christian school or a home school and we're not in our Bible. Amen. I want to encourage you, invest. Invest that in your life. Invest your life in the Bible. God gave it to you. Amen. All right. Now, number two, God gave us a Bible. God gave us children. Amen. Genesis 33 and verse number 5 uh, Jacob's going back home. He's going to face Esau. Esau asked this question. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and the children and said, Who are those with thee? And he, Jacob, said, The children which God hath graciously given thy servant. Amen. Amen. Jacob, I believe Jacob just got right with God there at Peniel. Jacob just got right with God and he said, These children are the children which the Lord, which God hath graciously given me. They belonged to God. And God gave them to Jacob. Amen. And God gave Jacob his kids. <laughs> he gave Rick his. Amen. Here's, here's my point in that. We know that children... Our gift from God. We believe that. The world don't believe that. I know that. The world thinks that you ought to be able to kill them. Amen. The world thinks that they're a, they're a problem. They're a headache. They're uh, they're a disaster. Amen. But we know children are inheritors of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. That's the Bible. We know that. But God did not just give us children to bring us joy. They do. Thank God, children do bring us joy. 
Amen. Children ought to put a smile on your face. Amen. Sitting there with Anna and Caleb and their little Madeline, they call her Maddie, little, little Maddie wasn't mad. She's smiling and happy. Amen. I said, when babies are clean and happy and, and maybe quiet, they're beautiful. They're wonderful. Amen. They are. And they make us smile, but that ain't all why God gave them to us. He gave them to us to invest. Amen. God gave us children as capital to be invested in. We ought to invest in the children. Amen. We ought to invest in the children. We ought to invest with the children for His glory and His honor. Amen. I don't remember where I heard it, if it was here or somebody recently, talking about Hannah giving Samuel to Eli. Eli was not even a good father himself. Amen. But Hannah made that pledge that if God would give her a son, that she'd give him back to God. Amen. And she did that. She gave him to the Lord. And that's I believe that's where we get the idea of bringing our children forward. By the way, I know the Catholics and the Protestants have, have extended on beyond that. They even sprinkle them, calling it baptism. We don't do that, but we do dedicate them unto the Lord. Amen. And we ought to pray and dedicate. Even if it's not in a public service, we ought to pray and dedicate our children unto God. Amen. But God gave us children as capital to be invested in and invested with. Children need to be taught. It takes time and effort. It takes attention. You can't be doing everything else. You can't run all over the country and teach your children. Amen. You can't get involved in everything else and teach your children. That's right. It takes time and effort and dedication to teach your children. Amen. Children need to be taught manners. They need to be taught respect and honor. They need to be taught dignity and patriotism. Amen. Amen. They need to be taught to love our country. Amen. They need to be taught to love the Lord. Ought to be taught to honor the Bible. The Bible is not just another book. Matter of fact, my mom and dad taught me to honor books. Books are not something you draw in. Books are not something you tear the pages out of. As a little boy, they taught me that books are something. Books are tools that are wonderful. But the Bible is above any other book. Amen. And so they ought to be taught to honor that. Amen. They, they, that's investing in them. Amen. So many people in our world are not investing in their children. They're not. They're going everywhere. They're doing everything. They're pushing their children aside. They're peddling their children off with somebody else. They're pushing them away. Or if they are what they think invest in them, they're pushing them to succeed in some sport. To excel in some sport. Or to exceed or to succeed in some business venture. They're pushing them uh, some way to uh, to uh, be great in the world, in some worldly way, some carnal way, by the way, which is an empty way. Empty things. You remember Brother, uh, Brother Troy White talking about that basketball player, Pistol Pete, and said after he'd won the national championship, said that he, he threw all that away to gain Christ. Amen. Amen. Nothing like knowing Christ. All that 
admiration, all that ability, he said, was wasted. Amen. So much could be said about that. But that's what they're pushing to the child. Boy, you could be a major league baseball player. Boy, you could be an NFL player. Boy, you could be an NBA star or, or, you know, whatever. You can, you could be a ballet dancer or you could be a Hollywood star or, or you could be a model of some kind. God help that puking mess. Amen. I believe it makes God want to vomit. He's older than I am and it makes me want to vomit. But that's what they're pushing. That's what they're pushing. But on the other hand, are we invested in our children? When God calls us to account of how we have invested in our children, how will we answer? Again, I say this, it's not, it's not competition to see that my boy can outdo your boy. Or my girl can outdo your girls. No. I'm talking about investing for Jesus. I'm talking about trying to please our Lord, not just to get a mark by your name, not just to get a sign that you've done something great, maybe a trophy of some kind. I'm talking about investing in the Lord, the the capital that God has given us. Amen. Here's how I feel about a lot of things. I'm going to, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. But if you don't want to, you can stay behind. I'm going on, going to serve God. That's how I live my life. As as a church, my idea is I want us to go into the promised land. If you want to die in the wilderness, stay there. I plan on going across Jordan. I'm just telling you. That's my plan. My plan is to go forward for God, however God leads that. Amen. I'm not saying that hateful and haughty. I hope you don't take it that way. But I know some people just don't want to get involved. All right. They don't have to. It won't, in a sense, we'll miss out, but not near as much as they will. But don't hinder those that are trying to go forward for God. Amen. Now, I, I, I am aware that putting Bible verses into your child does not make that child a Christian. They still have to get saved just like you and I did. Amen. But putting Bible in them may keep them from making some bad decisions, from polluting their mind with other things, from getting scars in their life. Amen. And God may use that very Bible in their mind and in their heart to lead them and to draw them to Himself when the time comes. Amen. So much could be said about that. I don't have, I don't have the time, but I, I believe God uses the Word of God. John Newton had a father that was gone most of the time. Sailors and sailors are not known as godly people, never have been known as godly people most of the time. But he had a godly mama. And he didn't have her a long time. But she made an impact on him that he never got away from. Moses grew up in Pharaoh's household, not a godly place. But he had a mama, a godly mama, and a godly daddy. And they made an impact on him For just a little while that he never got over. I could go on and on and on. Amen. Talking about investing. Investing in our children. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.